Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports Page and FederalBaseball.com. Coming to you after a brutal 8-0 loss to the Blue Jays. Nats dropped 2 of 3 to Toronto in D.C. Dropped at 29-24 on the year. Doghouse, did you make it through the game or was it episodes of Castle for you tonight? Oh, I, I, I'm wishing I had switched over to, to watching my, my saved-up episodes of Castle. And, and after a horrible game like that, I'm not afraid to admit that, yes, I watch Castle. Oh, that was that was horrific, that game. I, and, and, and the reason was, it's not necessarily – it is the worst loss of the year, in my opinion. Even though there were a lot of terrible losses early in the year, those were losses you'd look at and said, if only the Nats had done, had not made an error, had been a little more patient, had not left balls up. In this one, it's just they were just flat and terrible and awful, and I, I, I'm of half a mind to hang up right now and go watch Castle. <laughs> Please don't. Talking to myself for 14 more minutes is going to be brutal for everyone involved <laughs> in listening to this. I will, however, mention, as I noted before when we were discussing it, that Stana Caddick from Castle was in one of my favorite bad movies of all time, The Spirit, Frank Miller's The Spirit, and as I showed you in the video, pulled off one of the worst Brooklyn accents you've ever heard. Actually, I think she's supposed to be from Baltimore, as she puts it when she shows up in the movie, but I digress. <laughs> Back like to the like game I said tonight. In, in my text, I couldn't tell she was trying to do an accent. I thought her mouth was full. <laughs> <laughs> you do have to watch that movie at some point. It's one of the, I don't know, it's borderline fantastic and pretty awful at the same time. <laughs> good, thing he got back to Sin, good thing he got back to Sin City movies after that because the spirit was a weird detour. We won't get into that anymore. Mark Burley on the mound, 3-3 three and three in May, 4-9-9 ERA, 4 5 2-48, 2-98, 4-36 line against, 39 and two-thirds innings pitched. Came into the game with a 297, 332, 482 line against on the year. Six scoreless, 12 ground outs on just 65 pitches, using a mid 80s fastball, curveball, and change. Ends up throwing a complete game shutout on 93 pitches, 18 ground ball outs from the Nationals. Uh, this is just one of those pitchers that's probably frustrating for the team as well, frustrating for everyone but Blue Jays fans and Mark Burley himself who are watching this. Infield got a lot of work, and he completely shut the Nationals down, as you mentioned. Yeah, Mark Burley is, you know, g- good for him. He's he's had a, a, a long and productive career uh, and has and been a successful pitcher for a long time and probably he, he's got another few seasons in him of uh, of major league-worthy stuff. But bottom line, he is not a very good pitcher. I mean, he's he's not even league average so far this season. Uh, I, I made a joke about someone reinventing themselves as, as Jamie Moyer uh, a few episodes ago, and I, I can't even remember who it was now. Mark Burley has basically been Jamie Moyer for the last 10 years, so there's there's no reinvention involved now there. That's, that's who he's always been, and it, it's what he does. And quite frankly, if you can't beat that, that's on you. This, this is all on the Nats, okay? I mean, sure, he has – He's he's a, a a canny veteran. He spots his pitches reasonably well, but he doesn't have a lot of stuff. His pitches don't move all that much. He's certainly not going to kill you with velocity. I, I think he tops out at like 87 or something like that. So if you can't be patient and wait wait him out, and 
make him throw you uh, a pitch you can drive, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. You, you have no one to, to blame but yourself, Nats. Don't, don't tip your cap to Burley here. <laughs> Look in the mirror and give yourself a good frown because uh, you, you have not done well tonight. And perhaps this, you know, speaks, you know, not only chastisement towards the Nats, but it's also a hint at, at how depleted the lineup is with uh, our, our season-long rash of injuries here that this, you know, quadruple A setup featuring Taylor Moore in the outfield, and I, I hope we get a chance to talk about that some more later. Uh, can't can't put together a string of offense against uh, someone, you know, throwing 86-mile-an-hour fastballs. Why don't we just talk about it now since we're going to get into Taylor Jordan kind of struggling at the start now. But Jason Worth out of the lineup. Denard Span out for two days, comes back today. But their Nationals still don't have Anthony Rendon back. They're struggling with injuries so far. Ian Desmond struggling to produce. They got Michael Taylor. Look at the starting lineup. Let me pull it up there. Michael Taylor and well, he ended no, up Michael Taylor did not start. Moore starting and left. <laughs> I thought he did. I've just completely lost track of this game about the sixth inning. But Tyler Moore out there and left 0 for 3 tonight. Had a decent game last night. But Danny Espinosa at second, 243 average on the year at this point. You got Anthony Rendon down in double A AA today, healthy enough to play in both games of a doubleheader with Harrisburg. I assume at some point they're going to start figuring out that they got to have him in the lineup in the majors if he can go out there and play a doubleheader. I assume he's just about ready to come back and give the Nationals at least another bat and another threat in this listless offense at this point. Yeah, I, I was worrying about bringing uh, – or I've been worried kind of all season about the Nats feeling the pressure and bringing Rendon up too quickly. But honestly, at this point, they, they they should just bring him up now and tell him to stand there and not swing the bat for fear of aggravating his, his oblique. And I think he'll do just as well as, as Michael Taylor or or, uh, or or Tyler Moore have been recently. Okay, that's a bit of a, an unkind exaggeration, I'll grant you. But, but still, um, I, I, I think getting... Uh, getting maybe a, a, an 80% Rendon back instead of 100% Rendon, and this might be overreaction, I will grant you, given given today's horrendous lack of everything. But, uh, wow, I just, ugh, I can't even. I should mention I am brought to you tonight by Catoctin <laughs> Creek Roundstone Rye, distilled right up here in Northern Virginia somewhere off of Highway 66, I think. I don't know. <laughs> They're talking, Jason Worth talked today about wanting to get back by August 1st. It's now June 3rd. Can the Nationals afford to wait for Jason Worth to come back? Can they go with Tyler Moore and Michael uh, Taylor and Clint Robinson occasionally out there? Or do they have to do something at this point and go out and get themselves an outfielder somehow? And I don't know what they're going to trade with at this point unless they start giving away prospects, which isn't, isn't really Mike Rizzo's thing. Uh, we can find some of those 4A prospects, the high draft picks that have turned into something in the system and see if he can spin them for something else. But do you think the Nationals sit with what they have for now and try to make it through with these guys, or do they have to go out and make a move? I, I don't know if it's a desperate point at this, uh, at this stage, but offense certainly hasn't uh, come through in the last couple. Uh, I, come on. At this uh, – okay – Getting uh, missing Jason Worth, uh, are, are are we really gonna go to go to bat for for the mighty production he was providing before he got hit on the wrist? I mean, granted, had he been what in this time, friend? probably he would have had more of a chance to get into a groove and be producing more. But 
you know, he's, I don't see a lot of difference between the, you know, Michael Taylor and Tyler Moore that I was just denigrating and the pre-injury Jason Worth so far this season. Uh, at this point, you know, bring up Dendecker, bring up, bring up Tony Gwynn Jr. <laughs> Get them all out there. Empty Syracuse. I, 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 I think anyone who's going to get at this point by trying to deal uh, deal a prospect is, is not going to be any better. So no, yeah. I, I don't think the Nets try to make a trade at this point. It, it's going to be cross your fingers, hold on to the depth, and hope things get better. I tend to agree, unfortunately, and I don't know what's out there that they're going to get that would improve, like you say. But good news today, I suppose. Denard Span has to test the D in the first at bat. Sends a chopper over towards the mound. Mark Burley gets it, gloves it over to first base on a nice play by them. They had to review it to call Span out, but. The good part, I guess, is that he made it through the whole game. 0 for 4 at the plate, 2 left on base, but he was healthy, made it through the game. So I suppose uh, if we're looking for silver linings in today's game, then our span making it through the game is a good one. Yeah, span played the whole game, yay. <laughs> That's pretty much the highlight for the national. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that bad, yes. Going to the pitching for the Nationals tonight, if we want to keep abusing ourselves here. One in Taylor Jordan, one one in two and seven starts at Triple A. Two one four ERA, two six two FIP, eight walks, just one point seven one walk per nine and forty two innings pitched. First start since he struggled in five outings at the start of the twenty fourteen campaign. Ended up getting shut down later in the season. Had elbow surgery in the off season, but he's able to work his way back. Starts off with a leadoff walk, three straight hit, three straight hits after that, two nothing early, three nothing on an RBI grind out by Justin Smoke, four nothing on a single by Kevin Pillar, thirty two pitch first. He quote unquote settles in after that, however. Nine ground outs and five innings pitched, eleven ground outs after six innings pitched, final line on the night, ugly six innings pitched, ten hits, seven runs, one walk, four Ks. I pulled up some quotes from Davey Johnson giving a scouting report on him back when he made his debut in 2013, and he talked about how when he's up in the zone and struggling, he kind of tends to throw harder, which is not necessarily the best thing for a sinker baller. He ends up up in the zone. He was up in the zone all night tonight. When he was, he was getting hit hard and put the Nationals in a hole early, 4 nothing after just one, and ends up giving up seven runs total. So when he's up in the, in the zone, he's also throwing flatter with less movement? That's what Davey exactly sound like a, a, a cycle of excellence here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we got to see a, a great inning of that death spiral of pitching there, right, right in the first. Uh, for for certain values of settling in, and I'm making quotation marks with my fingers as I say that. Okay, he only gave up three runs over the last five innings, and I guess for a sixth starter coming up to fill in, that's acceptable. It's just you know, oops, what about that first inning with those other four runs? Um, and, and this, this, you know, so <laughs> he, he could have been nailed and the one run Taylor Hill gave up, and probably we should talk a little bit about how well Taylor Hill did, uh, still would have sunk the Nets because they couldn't do anything against Burley. You know, refer to my previous rant about how angry I am that they couldn't uh, couldn't elevate anything against him and wait for him to throw something up, and they were just too impatient. Stupid Nats! Uh, but I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know at this point. 
we could we could touch on Taylor Hill over three innings, three hits, one earned run allowed, two strikeouts, gave up the home run by Jose Bautista, but other than that, a pretty solid outing by him, and he came on in relief in the seventh inning, uh, sixth inning, whatever, seventh, yes. But maybe they should have handed him the start. I don't know what they're going to do for the next one they need. There's been talk about A.J. Cole coming up. I, I don't know if you think Taylor Jordan or Taylor Hill earned a possible start here, but I think Taylor's going to stay in the bull. Taylor Hill, there's too many Taylors going around, is going to stay in the bullpen, and we might see A.J. Cole next time up at least. Yeah, I, I think that we're going to have someone filling in uh, as an extra starter here and then asking to pick someone. Uh Yo-yoing back and forth between sort of starter and long man, AAA in the majors, for for someone who's going to be making multiple starts, multiple starts, sorry, while while Fister and Strasburg get their stuff worked out, uh, I think having the consistency of knowing you're going to be pitching with with the big club every five games or however it works out with the off days, I, I think that's going to be a, a part of getting better performance out of these guys. Because it's clear that all of them have shown some butterflies coming up here and being nervous and having bad first starts or having bad first couple of innings trying to settle in. Uh, and I think a little consistency might help them here. Uh, so yo-yoing around and you know maybe giving it to AJ Hill next. Sorry, AJ Cole next time. I, I started drinking really early. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's that's gonna really help things, even though Cole might seem to be doing better than Jordan is right now. But whipsawing everything around like this, I, I think, isn't gonna help people settle into a role, even a temporary one. Yeah, I kind of was hoping they would have called AJ Cole up for this start as well, and just basically give him the start until Strasburg's ready. The reports out of. National Spark today or that Strasburg did throw on flat ground, just a throwing session, not a bullpen or anything, without any pain afterwards. So that's a good sign from Strasburg. But I think there's a lot more work to be done there before they figure out what's wrong with him and get his mechanics straightened out and get him back on the mound and starting on a regular basis. So I'd kind of like to see them go to Cole there. But just one last bit of panic in Matt's town, I'd say. Three straight to Cincy, two or three to the Blue Jays. The Mets are in San Diego tonight going into the game. They're a half game back in first place. Atlanta's not going away either, just three and a half back there. The Nationals are dealing with all these injuries, but they still have to win games. As Mike Rizzo and Matt Williams are saying, no, are fond of saying, no one's going to be sorry for them or care about the fact that they're battling through injuries. They still have to go out there and win these games. Yeah, that's true. To that, just let me add, doom. I, I mean, uh, the Nats have shown in, in spurts that they have enough talent in this lineup, even the depleted lineup that they put out tonight, to win games. They, they haven't done it because this, you know, this lineup is not consistent and it needs a good pitching performance to support it. But given that, they can win games. Um, can they stay at a, a 500 team and kind of hold where they are uh, Standings-wise, until they get healthy, well, that that's going to be the big challenge. Randone's ready. Call him up, as FP likes to say. That's it for Nats <laughs> Nightly. I think I'm going to go watch the spirit now to cheer me up after this one. 8 nothing in the nation's capital. Nats drop 2-3 to the Blue Jays. No more American League teams for a little while, at least. The Chicago Cubs coming in for a four-game set starting tomorrow night. 
29-24 on the year in a statistical tie with the New York Mets for a couple more hours, depending on what the Mets do, so we'll see what happens tonight. Matt's Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and federalbaseball.com. Talk to you tomorrow, Doug. Hopefully we'll have a little bit more to talk about. Fingers crossed. Go Nats. All right.